Hi, everybody. Uh, Today's podcast is about working for yourself. It's a topic that I feel very, very strongly about now being an entrepreneur, quasi-entrepreneur for the past seven or eight years. Um, And I just recently had the honor of receiving an award by the Leading Women Entrepreneurs Group. Um, I was one of their 25 finalists for entrepreneurship, and it was a huge honor of mine. And so I think this podcast is is very timely, and and I hope it helps um, my fellow females and, and males, for that matter, everyone get off the fence and uh, try to work for yourself and and live that dream you've been dying to live because life is short. So I hope it helps. Uh, Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's uh, episode of Breakfast with Brokers. Uh, And today's topic, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship as a whole, um, making the switch from corporate to working for yourself in whatever industry that is, uh, obviously with a spin on real estate, because that's all or most of what we know, um, and how important it is to do so going forward. So this is obviously going to be very heavy on personal uh, experience, so uh, take it that for what it's worth. Um, These are all, of course, opinions of mine um, and just stuff that I have lived with or lived through, rather. Uh, And so I think that, um, you know, take it for what it's worth. It's obviously not the letter of the law, but, um, you know, these topics come up quite often amongst my fellow entrepreneurs, um, whether they be in real estate and and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, we'll we'll jump right in. Um, Just so you guys know a little bit about me, I was in online advertising uh, for about seven years, I think. Um, worked for a small startup down in Soho, UGO Networks, UGO Entertainment. Shout out to all my UGOers out there. Um, we, I like to call it like the land of misfit toys. I have never to this day worked in such a dynamic, incredible environment uh, where everybody was from all different walks of life and everybody was a master at what they were there to do. Um, and props to uh, our CEO, Jay Moses, uh, for setting that up the way he did. Uh, he really, really, really did find phenomenal talent in each area of the business that that he needed to find. So um, that's kind of where my career started. I was actually going for my MBA, um, had no idea what I wanted to do. My friend, Matt Kelly, hi, Matt Kelly, um, said to me, you know, there's a job opening. It's, it's pretty low man on the totem pole, but it's an opening in this company that I work for UGO and it's fantastic. And I think you would really enjoy it. Um, and I basically left in the middle of my MBA, which I will always regret, but either way, um, went down to New York city, um, got my job and, and it was the, it was the brunt work. I mean, it was everything that anyone else didn't want to do. That being said, um, it was a doorway into exactly where I should be in my life, um, and it was because of those first few years at UGO Entertainment that uh, that I am as successful as I am now, um, and and that I can see you know more success on the horizon. So, uh, short moral of that story is definitely take the uh, the crap job. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we it was this kind of um, it was a males eighteen to thirty four site that focused on. Um, video games and 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 an area that not only did I know nothing about but I really had no interest in um and then it, as I was there it grew into an entertainment site where we covered movies and and all of that um and it was just it was one of the most fun places to to ever work and and I learned so much in the time that I was there one of the things I learned was 
you know, when we were bought and sold into corporate, so we were purchased by the Hearst Corporation and then finally purchased from Hearst uh, by Fox News Corp. And one thing I learned um, while all those layoffs were going on and, and while the business was changing so much, I really learned that, you know, it's very important to work for yourself. Um, and I actually, I mean, not to cite him again, but Jay Moses, I, at the time, uh, he was my CEO. And he did this incredible thing where he really listened to everybody um, as far as, you know, the business itself, but also life-wise. Like, you know, if you had a business idea, you could always run it by him. And if he wasn't interested, he would point you in the direction of people that were. Um, and that that's pretty incredible. Um, and I remember I had a pitch for, I used to own Lily's Parties. It was a kid's party planning business. I loved event planning, uh, did a lot of event planning for my sales team, for our clients, um, and decided that this is what I wanted to go into. I came up with a whole business plan. I got on Jay's calendar and uh, I'm sitting across from him and he's going through <laughs> my business plan. And as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing I just gave my boss my exit strategy. Like on what planet was this a good idea? Um, but I sat there and was sweating like some sort of farm animal and he finished and just, you know, closed the book up. And he was like, it's great. What's the problem? And I said, you know, I'm, well, you know, I have a good job here and it's steady and, and, you know, I, I, this is a big risk. You know, my husband and I, I'm about to get married and, you know, we have a, a property we own now and all this stuff. And, you know, he said to me, he was like, this isn't safe. He's like, I'm laying off half the company tomorrow. And I remember just like sitting back in my chair and being like, oh my God. He's like, and you know, he said something I'll never forget. He was like, you working for yourself is the only way you can ensure you have a job. And I think that that was pretty powerful. And it was at that moment that I realized like, yeah, this is, this is not for me. Granted, it took me four and a half more years to leave <laughs> um, and an eventual, you know, company closure and layoffs uh, for me to finally leave. But it, um, I'll never forget that conversation. And I think it's really rung true. And, you know, I ran through, I gave eight years of my life to that company, seven or eight years with the promise. I kept being told by higher ups, you know, keep going. We're going to keep laying off your teams, but, you know, keep going and, and if you make it through, you know, we'll give you a severance package or whatnot. And then the day came where it was me and five other people left um, and there was no money left to give. And so they fired me in one of the worst economic uh, times of, of my lifetime, most likely, hopefully. Um, and it was it was incredibly gut wrenching because you give so much to these companies as an employee and they, you know, at the end of the day, they don't care. So. It was a it was a very good life lesson. It was actually the turning point of my life. Um, I was able to start working for myself. I got my real estate license as like a means to an end. I figured, you know, I have enough people buying and selling real estate and, and you know, that at the very least need rental apartments um, and I'll pad the bills while I launch this event planning company. And, you know, fast forward a few years, the event planning company is doing great. Real estate's doing great. I realize I hate the event planning company <laughs> um, and had to make a decision between the two. And it was either sell million dollar condos or you know, plan a kid's birthday party and make 400 bucks. And it really got to the point where, you know, I was either going to expand the kids planning, the kids party planning business, but I just wasn't passionate about it, which is a whole other podcast. I'm, you know, you need to really love what you do in order to be successful at it. That's a firm belief of mine. Um, but sorry, the long winded, long winded end of this is, you know, I ended up in real estate. And once I made the commitment to real estate, and being a full-time entrepreneur and not getting another job, uh, I really saw the results flourish. Um, and so, you know, I think it's possible for anybody to do that. I think it does involve a full commitment. I think it involves a lot of planning. You know, I knew I was getting laid off. So my husband and I saved for about six to eight months. We also planned on getting my, you know, two year severance package that they decided not to give me. Um, but we, 
you know, planned for it. I don't think you just wake up one day and say, you know, screw the world, I'm, I'm leaving my job. Um, I think you do need to plan for it, but I do think it's probably the most rewarding thing you'll ever do for your life. Um, and, you know, it's, it was a lot easier for me. I didn't have kids. I, you know, had just had my husband to worry about. We had one property. So it was like, it was a lot easier for me to do um, at the time. However, it's never easy. And that day after you quit or you get laid off or whatever, it's, you feel incredibly lost and scared. Um, but you also, I've never felt more alive. And so I think it's really important um, for people to embrace stuff like that. It's funny. I worked for an executive uh, at the time. It was at Fox News Corp. And he, I just, you know, when you just work for someone that you just don't feel is all there, like he just wasn't, they had great leadership in that company, but this was, this guy was just not it. And he started this book club and he starts this book club. And one of the books he gave me was uh, Rework by Jason Freed, I think, or Friend, um, and it basically talks about how you should only be working like a that four hour work week is another book that he gave us. It basically talks about how you shouldn't be working these 10, 12 hour days for somebody else and everything. It was probably one of the dumbest things he could have passed out. But at the same time, I still reread it every year. I absolutely love it. Um, and it makes you realize that like there's no need to be working 24 hours a day for somebody else. Um, and so you know, this is a topic I get very passionate on. I can talk about for four hours because I think it's really, really important for people to realize because I think entrepreneurship is like this, this unknown craziness that people just can't understand how people do it. And once you do it, you realize, you know, there's, there's a whole world out there of people doing it. Um, it is incredibly rewarding. You know, I'm in real estate, not to bring it you know, back to real estate, but we, you know, we're about to go through a big market correction. I've never lived through a market correction. I started real estate seven years ago. Um, and it's interesting to see, you know, it's, it's all on you. I mean, there's always going to be people buying and selling real estate. There's always going to be different ways you can make money in real estate um, from personal investments. I mean, there's tons of us right now that have been doing well for the past few years and we're just holding capital. We're holding capital and waiting for the market to go down. Do I think, you know, in our area, it's going to be a bubble? Absolutely not. Um, but at least you won't have the bidding wars. You don't have to overpay to get these properties. Um, and, you know, that's a whole nother aspect of real estate that I think, you know, a lot of realtors don't think of when they start to get into the business, but it's something that I just started dabbling in this year and I love it. It's, it's awesome. So to, to summarize, you know, those initial comments with my CEO, Jay Moses, where the only way you're safe is if you work for yourself. And if you're a driven person and if you can work hard and you don't mind doing the dirty work, you'll always make money. Um, you know, there's, I was talking to a friend of mine who just refused, uh, she wasn't doing well. Um, and she, you know, was like, I, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. And, you know, we figured out a way to just kind of make her kind of rework her thinking and, and get her back on her feet. And, you know, she started bartending and that was, it. she was able to meet people at the bar and that led to some of the, I mean, it was, it's just an incredible, you know, series of events, um, that can lead to your success. And, and I think that, so many people think it's you must get on a train every day for two hours. You must be herded into subway systems. You must be going to work for someone else from nine to five. You must be, you know, wearing a suit every day. And I got to tell you, there is a whole world out here <laughs> and it is so much more fulfilling and exciting. And yeah, it's scary. I mean, of course, there's, you know, there's bad things that happen, but it is it is one of the best things you can possibly do for yourself. So I'm happy to actually ever oh, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or whatever and talk about this more. Um, I'm going to, you know, end this podcast because I'm sure you're all dying to get off of it right now. <laughs> um, but the moral of the story is, 
you know, entrepreneurship is, is definitely an avenue. Um, and I think a couple years ago, it wasn't as sexy as it is now. Um, you know, people now entrepreneurs are revered or back in the day, I think, um, we were kind of looked at as you know, <laughs> people that couldn't make it in the real world. Um, oh, that's another thing that I think you should do. I think everyone should work in a corporate environment for a certain amount of time. I don't think you should come out of college and just be an entrepreneur. That's actually something I feel very strongly about. You know, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Everyone in my family owned their own business. No one had a real job, real job, air quote, real job. Um, and I think that me going and working for a company and, and you know, feeling how crappy that was. And, and but on the flip side, being part of a bigger of a bigger thing, being that cog in a bigger machine um, really gives you an insight to the world, especially from a financial standpoint and economic standpoint. Um, I know, you know, there were nights that I absolutely came home crying and hated my life and, you know, didn't like the people I was working for and then loved them the next day. And it was incredibly bipolar. Um, but it really gave me a sense of what it takes to succeed in the business world. Um, and I don't think I would have gotten that had I just gotten out of college and just started real estate. And I think it's incredibly beneficial to, to do that and to take that a step further and me and my fellow realtors at my level kind of disagree here. I actually hire people on my team or I have hired up people on my team that are from the finance world or that are from these high stress, like very intense, stressed, very demanding industries, um, because I feel that they not only will flourish um, coming in a more you know, sustainable, uh, supportive environment, um, but also they know what it's like to get down and dirty. They know what it's like to walk into a boardroom and have your ass handed to you. And I think that that's very important. Um, it's a very good learning lesson. I mean, I've, there's been times I was crying in a bathroom after like a, a board meeting, <laughs> but you know, I would never, ever, ever looking back on it, I would never take away those days because it may be who I am. So in short, um, entrepreneurship is absolutely possible after you do some time in the corporate world um, and get like perspective on what you want to do. Um, and I think, you know, this is a whole other podcast, but I think you need to find that passion. You need to find that why. Uh, Gary Keller, I think it's Gary Keller, that wrote a book on, you know, finding your why or what's your one or something like that. Um, and it's, it really is incredibly powerful and incredibly important. If you don't know why you're doing this, if you, and if it's just money, you're going to fail. So you got to find out what you, what makes you tick, what makes you passionate, um, and kind of run with that, um, because there's going to be bad days <laughs> and you want to make sure that you on those bad days, when you just want to punch a pillow or punch a person, <laughs> you know why you're doing this and why you're suffering, um, for this passion. So I hope that helps. Um, I'm, again, always open to talk about this topic more. Um, it's something that I feel very, very, very passionate about. And it's my goal, especially for women out there, for all these women to work for themselves. Um, I think it's it's incredibly important um, and it's very fulfilling and you can all do it. So thanks so much. I appreciate it. Live well. Love more. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.